Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 24, verses 1 through 12. This is the account of Jesus' resurrection, and it is paralleled in Matthew 28, 1 through 15, and Mark 16, 1 through 8. We did devotions in episodes 588 and 657, if you want to go hear more about their accounts of Jesus' resurrection. To get to this text, we're actually skipping over the text previous to this, Luke 23, 50 through 56, which is the account of Jesus' burial. That's because the parallels in Matthew 27, 57 through 61 and Mark 15, 42 through 47 are very similar to Luke's account. And you can hear devotions on those texts in episodes 587 and 656. One more thing before I dive in, I want to thank the family leader for being our 2022 Daily Dose Devotion sponsor. You can learn more about them in the announcements at the end of this devotion. And thank you to the family leader for their continued support. So as we look at chapter 24, verses 1 through 12, you remember that Luke is putting together an orderly account for Theophilus, so he'll be convinced of the things that he's heard about Jesus. And it's not lost on me that Luke's account of the resurrection is longer than Matthew's or Mark's. It's almost like Luke is adding some more detail, spending a few more words on this narrative so that Theophilus has more information and therefore more confidence to believe the things that he's hearing about Jesus. Let's look at verse 1 and following. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. And as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He's not here, but he has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise? And they remembered his words. And returning from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene and Joanna, and Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter rose and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen cloths by themselves, and he went home marveling at what had happened. So there are some similarities in this text to the parallels in other gospels, and there are some differences. One of the similarities is that every gospel has Jesus' resurrection on the first day of the week, that is, the day after the Sabbath, which would be our modern day Sunday. None of the accounts shy away from naming the names of the women who saw this so as to communicate to the readers that, hey, if you want to go check this out, you can go talk to the people who knew these women personally. Of course, Luke is written about 30 years after this happened, but these women would have been known if they were still around, of course, and even if they weren't around, people who were close to them could have been checked out as to whether they could verify this or not. One difference that has garnered a lot of attention is that Matthew and Mark seem to indicate that there was one angel, while Luke and John seem to indicate that there were two. I found a great article online by a guy named J. Warner Wallace. We actually had him come speak at the Cedar Falls Bible Conference a couple years ago. He's a retired cold case homicide detective from L.A. County who assumed that Christianity and the Bible were a hoax, set out to prove them wrong, and in the process was actually convinced that they're true by applying similar methods of solving a cold case murder to investigating the truth claims of Scripture. I'm going to link this article in the show notes of this podcast. I think you'll be interested 
interested in it. In the article, he talks about how eyewitness accounts are often different. And by the way, this doesn't threaten our view of Scripture being inerrant, which J. Warner Wallace talks about in the article. But in another portion of the article, he quotes a New Testament scholar named Norm Geisler, who wrote a book called When Critics Ask. Here's what Norman Geisler has to say. Matthew does not say there was only one angel. John and Luke say there were two, and wherever there are two, there is always one. It never fails. The point Geisler and Wallace are making is that the accounts of Matthew and Mark of there being one angel and Luke and John of there being two are not mutually exclusive. Neither are they contradictory. But you should take the time to read the article in the show notes because it'll bolster your faith and point out some interesting insights along the way. Obviously, the resurrection account is the single most important event in history if it's true. And it's the single most important event in Luke's gospel. After all, if Christ didn't rise again, then he wasn't anything that special. And so with this account being as important as it is, Luke spending as much time on it as he does, I think it's interesting that he includes the apostles' reaction to this in verse 11. It says the apostles' response was to treat these things they were hearing from the women as an idle tale. They didn't believe him, it says. The only reason that you can convince me that Luke would include that when he's trying to convince Theophilus that it's true, instead of cutting that out and writing an account that engenders more confidence, the only reason I can figure that Luke included that is because that's exactly what happened. But eventually when Peter goes to look in the tomb himself, and eventually as Jesus has contact with others in the verses ahead, their disbelief turns into belief. If this is all false propaganda, don't even include the initial unbelief. Just tell us that they believed and they were very confident in their belief. Of course, that's not what happened. Luke's just reporting what happened. Jesus rose, the story sounded crazy, the disciples didn't believe it, and then when they saw the empty tomb and they saw him, they did believe it. And one last thing from verse 7. Jesus had told the people while he was still in Galilee that he must be delivered to the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise. Friends, if you've been hanging around the CC podcast long enough, you should know this by now. The only way that we can be saved is by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. And the only reason that Jesus Christ's sacrifice is sufficient is because he was the perfect man who met the righteous requirements of God's law perfectly in a way that no man ever has. And then God put the sin of humanity on his shoulders and punished that sin justly by killing him on a cross. Not only did he experience physical death, but he experienced spiritual separation from his father, which is also part of the just punishment for sin. And then he rose again bodily, defeating sin, death, the power of the devil, so that by faith in him, we could receive his righteousness and his perfection that we can't live. And we could receive the penalty we owe for our sin paid because of what he paid. And there's no other solution to the sin problem between us and God that would have worked. Had to be a virgin born, perfect man who died a sinless death and rose again. Muhammad can't do that. All the Jewish laws in the Old Testament can't do that. You and I trying to be good people can't do that. Only the perfect, crucified and risen God-man, Jesus Christ, can do that. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our conversation podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com.
We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.